Are you the type of woman that when under stress, you completely check out? Do you want to give up under stress, become apathetic, or simply just check out? Today on the Sovereign Women Movement Show, we're going to be talking about the third way we incorrectly process stress and what we should be doing instead about it. Satnam, beautiful goddesses. I am Jyotira Jukwar. I help all entrepreneurial women of color heal and overcome cold depression in order to rewire inner child subconscious programs <clears throat> through Kundalini Yoga therapy and spiritual psychotherapy. And this is our movement of breaking ancestral karmic cycles. Welcome and thank you all so, so much for being here on this very beautiful day where Venus is moving into Taurus and Venus, the, the uh, planet of beauty, the relationship we have with ourselves that's being transformed so much right now. Moving into Taurus is actually a really beautiful aspect because it loves Taurus. So today is a feeling of self-reflection. How are you going to prioritize yourself? Venus is going to be in Taurus until about May 8th. So you're going to be feeling this awareness as to, hey, the relationship with you is the most important aspect that you should always be working on in order for all other relationships to work on. So today you're going to be feeling this feeling, this is incredible opening of the heart type feeling where you can sense how amazing you truly are if you take the time to slow down and to truly learn that biggest lesson that time is an illusion and that we live in cycles and that even the healing journey on this thing we call life is one that is uncertain, but in that uncertainty, there's so much beauty and so much wisdom and essence and joy. And in order for us to feel that, in order for us to feel our soul, to feel ourselves, we must learn how to, in this human incarnation, process stress. And that's what we've been talking about this entire week on the Sovereign Woman Movement Show. Divine Art Compass says yes. Thank you, sister. Thank you for being here. Thank you all for being here. Good morning, by the way. If you all are catching this live on Instagram, thank you, like always, for building community with us. So Venus and Taurus, and this week we've been talking about stress. And we've been talking about the three different ways that we typically process stress and why those ways are incorrect. And then we've been looking at how we should be processing stress instead. So I've been sharing with you the first two ways, but you all can catch the replays on the podcast. Podcast is streamed everywhere where you can find podcasts. So you can find us on Apple, on Google, on Spotify, pretty much everywhere. And check out the first two ways that we actually process stress that is really, really creating more karma, creating more illnesses, physical illnesses and mental illnesses, because as we all know, stress is the silent killer. And in these changing times, we were talking about the change of the age of Aquarius and the pressure of the stress on our psyche, not just it's not just in the body, which we talked about yesterday, but it's also psychic stress, even social media, like we were talking about, you know, having the pressure of other people giving you that attention. Are you able to process that? Are you able to sustain it? Are you able to have a strong enough aura, which is our energetic field that protects us and keeps us strong and immune, immune to energies and viruses? And that's why the inner work is so important. And that's why now in this age of Aquarius, in the age of information, we all have access to tools 
that, you know, even 500 years ago, were not accessible. They were only accessible to royalty, to queens and kings. That's what I, uh, as a teacher and as a lineage, Kundalini Yoga is a Raj Yoga. And only queens and kings were allowed to integrate these this wisdom in their life because through it, they self-realized. They crowned themselves. They don't need anyone else to crown them. And that's why these tools are dangerous. They're dangerous to the matrix, to the 1%, to the call it what you will that has always wanted to basically make you believe that you're not worthy or that you're not capable of what the great masters and goddesses have shown us that's also within all of us. And so stress can be considered, of course, the pressures of your business, of your life. And then, of course, like we said, spiritually. And the third way that we process stress that is very, very toxic for us, and this is what Jogi Bhajan shared with us. He was the tantric master who brought Kundalini Yoga technology from the East to the West. And he talked about these three different ways that we process stress, especially in the West, that is incorrect, that really uh, becomes toxic in our body, in our mind, in our spirit. And the third way that he mentioned, which is pretty important as well, and this is a big part of what's happening with cold depression, which we're going to get into today. So you understand what humanity is going through right now. But what he says is, is that the third way that people really learn to like process the stress is that they check out, they become apathetic, they give up. And all of this is because they are not connected to their truth through their soul. So think about it. When you are under stress because you're feeling overwhelmed, whether that's because of the pressures of your business or you're stressed out because of finances or you're stressed out because of a situation in your relationship, right? Anything that you're not accepting, you're not surrendering to. What that is, is that's emotion, which is energy and motion that is then creating these energetic blockages in the body. That's what we talked about yesterday, right? How it actually gets stuck in the body. But what we also, what it also causes us to do, because it's an emotion, it's an energy and emotion, it's a frequency, is that it forces us many times to give up, to want to give up. You know, when things get uncomfortable, when things get uncertain, we tend to push away, right? We don't want to be vulnerable. We don't want to be seen, even though deep down, that's really what we're craving, but we're afraid, right? So when you think about this in yogic science, you have to think about when people give up and they're under stress, they give up on the situation that whatever they're working through. The reality here, what is really, really happening is that people are not, they don't have enough life force energy, This is where addictions come from stress. And I'm telling you this because I was a very masculine driven uh, woman who was out in the world, conquering the world, president of all these different nonprofits, all these different things. Right. But the thing is, and I wouldn't give up. But the thing is, is that I was getting my life force energy from outside sources. So coffee, alcohol right? To keep me going. Uh, Anything that basically uh, helped me avoid the true feelings that I was feeling. So I use these outside sources to keep me going. When people don't use outside sources, they give up. And the reason they give up is because they don't have enough life force energy. And this is why the inner work, Kundalini technology, SWC method that I teach is so important because right now I'm on day 26 of getting up every single morning at 3.30 in the morning and chanting for two and a half hours long at Concars. 
And people ask me all the time, are you so tired? Are you like, and actually I have more energy. And the reason that I have more energy is because first of all, it changes your lifestyle. So you create better habits the night before, right? The night before you start to not eat late and, and, and not touch the phone that keeps you up awake, right? Making conscious decisions. And then when you're up at 3.30, what you're doing with a chant is you're increasing your life force energy naturally. So you don't have to go out and get the so you don't have to go out and get the uh, the alcohol to keep you going to basically deliver the demands of the pressure. And you also don't give up because you have enough natural life force energy that's moving through the system. That's what Kundalini is. And, and the chant that we're doing right now for two and a half hours, it's a very sacred chant. It's known as morning call. And it literally initiates the Kundalini energy, which is life force energy. And we were talking about this with uh, Crystal Sun, vocal toning. What are you doing with the power of your own voice, with chant? You're rewiring the subconscious and you're healing your body, your mind, and your spirit. And you're processing the stress. You're singing to your stress. You're chanting to your rage, right? And so because of that, you don't have this clogged up energy in the system that then gives you those thoughts that say you give up or you're not worthy or it's not worth it. Because stress is always going to, make you think that way, right? Because it feels uncomfortable. But again, it's just that you're a badass and the world is demanding a lot of you. So stress a lot of the time causes us to give up. It causes us to become apathetic. And what is apathetic? That causes us to be numb and insensitive to our own self. And, and why is this? The reason that that happens under stress is because we we're addicted to cortisol and adrenaline. Like I shared yesterday, what happens is as a child, if you're constantly living in an environment where the situation has, was stressful, where there wasn't a consistency, where there was abuse, then your body basically always feels like it needs to protect itself from those situations because as a child, you literally became addicted to the horn or to the chemicals that stress releases, which is what? Adrenaline and cortisol. So the body literally becomes addicted to those chemicals. And as an adult, if you don't learn to move the energy and the system, then you create drama, you create situations where the cortisol and the, and the adrenaline is rushing through the system again, because you're addicted to it. And the reason is, is because, and as a society, we have this problem is that we are all running off of the sympathetic nervous system. There's two aspects of the nervous system, parasympathetic is the relax, you know, mode. that's where the healing happens. That's where you feel safe. You're grounded. You're in your body. You process the energy, the emotions. And then there's the sympathetic, which is the fight and flight, which is the protection. Something's going to come to get me. And because we're constantly being contacted from emails, texts, the, the pressures of this time, which is what is known as cold depression. What is cold depression? It's, this is not clinical depression. Cold depression is what Jogi Bhajan talked about, which in essence is you cannot feel your soul. You're insensitive to your body. You cannot be in your body because the emotions have basically taken over. You're not in your satnam and your neutral mind. The glandular system is not working correctly. You're basically addicted to the adrenaline and cortisol. So all that thing is running the system the entire day. So there's no way through all those blockages of emotions, if you're not integrating a daily work, this is why it doesn't matter if you're in an intellectual intellectuals are women that come to me all the time. I was there with nervous breakdowns. They, they think they're having an energetic burnout, but they have cold depression. 
and cold depression is all this pressure and all this stress and you become apathetic you can't feel your soul life becomes existential crisis and your brain is deteriorating moment by moment because you're consuming more information in one day than our ancestors consumed in their entire lifetime 100 years ago and the brain is like you're not giving me any inner work you're not giving me oxygen you're not you're not allowing me allowing the time for me to actually move into the parasympathetic nervous system instead of living off of the uh, uh, addiction to adrenaline and cortisol. So there's a lot of people, that's why they said, you know, that as a society, we're turning into zombies. Yes, apathetic. That's what that means. And why is that? Is they're not doing it on purpose. I have a lot of compassion for people because no one taught us that these tools are a priority. They're not only preventive medicine, they can heal you as well as, well as you're sick, but they're, it's specifically Kundalini technology. Jogi Bhajan said it was specifically for these times because the cold depression is going to be here till about 2038 as the age of consciousness changes into basically the golden age of Aquarius. And that's why a lot of people are not going to make it because they're still stuck to their old ways of treating the stress of dealing with life and it's creating more physical problems, creating more mental problems and spiritual problems, which the second aspect of stress that Jogi Bhajan says we did is we're apathetic. We can't feel our soul. We, we can't feel our body. We can't, we have no, we have no sensitivity. That's why the zombies are walking around right now. Vida de Lizzie says, yes, my brain feels so constrained when I don't take time to breathe. It's uh, before we would never even think of that. Right. And now it's like you, your body literally starts talking to you and says, hey, something's not right here. And, and a lot of people don't pay attention or they don't hear the body. They're constantly on the cortisol and adrenaline. They're constantly on the um, coffee, on the, and not that coffee is bad, but you know, we have situations where, I mean, I, I met a woman who, and she did this speech. I think Lizzie, you were there with us at this woman's talk where she like was drinking like six cups of coffee in the morning. And she was an overachiever, high, high profile in corporate. And literally she had a nervous breakdown where her, she had to be hospitalized with like a severe, they found out all these severe diseases afterwards because the nervous system just could not handle it anymore. And G lives plan says disconnected from self. I went through a long period of that as well. Yeah. There's a lot of us that actually started to feel this cold depression. I right before like 2012, because that's when the shift of frequency started to change. And these cold depressions, cold depression happens during a time when there's a big shift in frequency on mother and planet earth and mother earth herself. And we're being downloaded with all this new technology. People don't think 5G impacts us, but it does because it changes the frequency of mother earth herself. Our emotions as human beings, they're changing and, and we're being bombarded, bombarded by information. So our emotions affect the heartbeat of mother earth herself. So because our emotions are changing, her frequency is changing. And every time there's these big changes in, in, in uh, humanity, where we have a shift in consciousness, we have these same problems, which is known as, is this cold depression. In essence, uh, the zombie-like feeling of, and a lot of people don't even know they have cold depression because they keep themselves really busy. I was there. They're, they're high achievers. They, they want to avoid looking at what's really happening inside. So they go out and stay super busy and then they realize they're not fulfilled and they realize they're miserable. And Jogi Bhajan talked about this a lot too, where people would be in their houses with uh, nice houses and cars and everything, but they'd be completely dead inside. 
And right now people are printing money left and right, which is not, and no one's happy, no one's happier. In fact, people are being separated more and more. So all, he was a futurist. So he always talked about these times. So it's, like I said, these are just things that we cannot any longer say, oh, I practice meditation or I practice the inner work just so I could relax or I could wear the cute yoga clothes or I could do all of these ridiculous things. You know, the truth is, is that these are incredibly important tools for us to truly thrive in this new age of consciousness where technology doesn't have to be a bad thing if we don't let it use us. And also when we know we realize that the most vital and most important technology that will ever exist actually is within us. And those are the two societies that are separating right now. You know, there's some people that think AI is the most powerful. They don't want to do the inner work. And then there's other people that are like, hey, our ancestors, you know, 12,000 years ago, they activated the most act, the most important technology, which is what's in here. And that's why we practice this inner work. So yeah, these are, these the in our cell memories, we're remembering this because we've already been through this. And maybe this is why you're also listening to this as well. 2012 was around when it started to change for me too. Yep. So yeah, you were just an early bird, <laughs> just a pioneer, obviously uh, leading the leading the group as we transition and uh, probably went through a lot of dark night of the soul for yourself too. A lot of us did that, went through, that's when we were going through our, our and this is for us now, this is like a walk in the park. Like, hey guys, like, this is, it's going to be okay. You know, we're, we're good. So it's training. I see it as training. Always a good thing. The third thing that we do when for stress in this part of uh, disconnection is checking out. And, and we know um, there's even, I was referenced back to the movie Click with Adam Sandler, you know, where he, he basically is working all of his life and all of a sudden he wakes up one day and his, he got a divorce, his kids grew up and he ignored them pretty much his entire life. And so this is the type of consciousness that we do. We check out when we're, when we're, especially if we're stressed out about work and our businesses, which is, again, most of the women and, um, or a lot of the women that, that come to our community, they're, they're running businesses, they're leading their families and their communities and their leaders, right? And so it can be very easy for us, especially in the masculine energy, to, to stay so focused on one thing that we can control. And we were talking about this last week, Lizzie, about self-worth, you know? We, we stay so focused on the things that we can control and we don't, we check out on those things that we can't control, which is what matters of the heart, right? Because when you, the matters of the heart are, are, are things that, that are, that are not controllable, that their essence, they're the, the present moment, their, their love, their compassion, you can manipulate them with the mind or with the ego, Right. And so what happens is that usually life will give us some type of rude awakening where we actually learn that we are, we can't, we're not in control at all. And that the more that we look within and we go within, the more that we can learn to listen to a divine guidance, right? And, and that in that way, we can learn to honor this incarnation. We don't, you know, like I was telling you all when I came back from the Peruvian jungle working with plant medicines, all I wanted to do was be in the subtle world. I wanted to live in the upper triangle connected to the deities and the spirit, my spirit guides and the ancestors. And I, and I was not honoring my incarnation, what I'm here to do. I checked out to that way. And typically I would check out the other way, which is the masculine energy, which is focus on my business and forget everyone else around me, right? And that happened to me in the opposite way. I thought that was weird. That's never happened to me before. But in either case, 
you want to be in balance. And that's why the heart sits as the chakra in the middle. There's three on top of here and three on the bottom. And what we do through our inner work, this is where, how do we change all of this, right? How do we not give up when stress does show up? How do we not become apathetic and feel what we feel? How do we stop checking out, right? Well, how we do that, and this is where the age of Aquarius is taking us, is learning to live in balance with our heart. And most human beings don't even breathe above the navel. Because all of our traumas, all of the experiences we've been through, all the stress gets stuck there. And if we don't take the time, just like maintenance, right, on a car, on anything else, to basically upgrade the system as everything's being upgraded, you know, this world is changing faster than we can count to two. If we don't do that, then what will happen is that we won't check, we won't be balanced and be able to be in this world and not of it. We won't be able to honor our incarnation and still realize we're an infinite soul because that's a whole other level of sovereignty where you're not afraid of someone taking this body because you know you're not a body. Yet at the same time, you're using the temple as a vehicle, first of all, as a communication device between you and the divinity because it houses the divinity, but also as a vehicle of consciousness. You know, the, the, the chant that we're doing, they're called Long Ek Kong Cars. And the way I see it is every time I sit and I chant this beautiful sacred chant, especially for two and a half hours, it's like getting on a car. It's like getting on a car and the car is taking me to higher states of consciousness. It's, it's, it's moving me from the linear time to understanding cyclical time and understanding that I could change my timeline by going within and changing the frequency, which are my thoughts, feelings, and emotions. So for me, it's like I'm getting into this car of consciousness with the divinity, with myself, and just exploring to see where it's going to take me. And everything in my life has been so organized as I started doing this, like my business, my house, every corner, every, my car, all these amazing things that are happening in, in my life, because you go within, you change what's happening right here, you honor yourself as an infinite soul, as well as this experience that you're having in this incarnation, and you don't check out. Whatever happens in this world, like, and we were talking about this yesterday, you know, uh, one of our community sisters was like, I did all my sadhana, sadhana is your daily spiritual practice, your daily uh, kundalini practice or spiritual practice, what we call it with the SWC method. And yet that day, something really crazy happened to me. And I was like, but why, how did, how, why did this happen to me if I did my, my practice? And then, you know, I, I asked her, well, how, I think she commented right afterwards and she said something like, but yet I responded in a way where I had never responded before and the situation fixed itself in like no time. So I said, you know, that's exactly it. We don't practice the inner work so that nothing bad ever happens to us or so we never get angry again or we never check out again or we never, no, we, we practice the inner work so that when life does happen to us, we know how to respond to life as well as learn to have a lot of self-awareness for us when we do get back into those patterns and have that compassion to bring ourselves back out because no one else can do that for you. You know, what I teach instead of satori wellness and spirituality, it's you have to initiate yourself. I can't do that. And if anybody's promising you that they're going to initiate you or they're going to raise your kundalini and all this stuff, then you should probably run away because you are the guru that you've been looking for. You need the holistic tools. 
you need the mentorship and the coaching and you need the freedom to be able to do it, especially as a woman of color, because we don't see a lot of women of color that are out practicing these holistic tools and sharing them more and more with the world. It's happening more, thank God, but we're giving you permission, especially inside of Satori Wellness Spirituality, to truly be vulnerable with all that you are, to let it come out so that you can rewire the subconscious, break those ancestral karmic cycles, and also heal your inner child. And all of this becomes heavier on the cold depression. If you haven't dealt with the inner child, if you haven't dealt with your stress, if you haven't dealt with the grievances, then guess what? The cold depression is only hitting you harder. It's only hitting you harder. Everybody has cold depression. How you're experiencing right now is at the level of how much inner work you've done or you're doing to elevate your frequency and to meet the demands of this time. Because like I said at the very beginning on Monday, stress is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. To me, it just means the world is demanding a lot of me. I'm a badass. That's all it means. Do I have the tools to process it? Do I have the tools so that I don't do what we went through today, this week, which is leave the stress in my body and make me sick, right? Blame it on someone else as we talked about on Monday, right? Project it out onto someone else or even worse, give up, become apathetic and check out on life. You know, you get to decide. You get to decide. We have free will. That's the beautiful part of this. So these are the, these are the things, the subject matters, the frequencies that you work around inside of the work that we do inside of Satori Wellness and Spirituality. Now for April, we are closed for enrollment. And this is, we're working this month on self-worth. Inside of Satori Wellness and Spirituality, we actually work on the emotions, the frequencies, because they're energy and motion that create this cold depression that then block us from healing the inner child. And then through the Sovereign Women Academy that I'm launching here and in the next couple of weeks, which is... Uh, stay on the lookout for that. This is a very private group coaching mastermind group that deals specifically with healing cold depression because it's very different. You know, when you come to Satori, you have classes, three classes a week. Uh, you get to ask me questions and all these different things. And it's a great way for you to start working with me. But as a group in the group coaching or even one-on-one, -on -one, which I don't have any openings right now for one-on-one, -on -one, but I'll be opening uh, availability here in, uh, soon. So I'll let you know when that happens. But in the group coaching container, that's very, very different. That's where you actually get the most sacred work, the specific work that I actually did to take myself from this, Cold depression, masculine driven energy, not connected to my heart, completely everything around me falling apart yet to the world looking like everything was perfect and learning how to come back into my soul, <laughs> learning how to love myself, a lot of heal, heal myself from all these elements that cause the cold depression. You know, it was addictions to alcohol, all of the drama I was creating in my life, not being on my dharmic purpose. I mean, they show up in so many ways, ladies, that it's scary. So enrollment is not open right now for you to join us in Satori or the Academy, but what you can do is stay up to date with us by joining our free community group. I post, and this is only for women. So um, if you are a gentleman and I can't, I guess it's kind of hard now because we have so many different, I don't know, but if, if it looks like, a, if, if your name looks like a woman, then I let you in. <laughs> That's how it works. So you can join us into our private community. And there's an Instagram group where I keep you all up to date with everything we're doing inside of our, our community, as well as you get more information and coaching moments like this, where you understand, hey, what's happening scientifically, spiritually in my body, so that I can change it and actually heal. So you can find us on Instagram at Sovereign Woman Movement. Also on Facebook, if you're a Facebook person, we have a private group there as well. And the link is in my bio, so you all can catch it there. 
So Friday, Lizzie will be back with us. And Lizzie, are you still here? I hope you're still here because I know that there have been some changes of schedule in your schedule this week and you are a busy lady. So I know we're going to be here on Friday, guys, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I'm training myself not to use the word guys. And now that I'm training myself not to use the word guys, I always use it. So uh, Lizzie will be with us here on Friday, but we'll be back in the evening. She has some things in the morning. So we'll be back in the evening. I'll just call it 5.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. So that's 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time or uh, 7.30 p.m. Uh, Central Time. And so join us again on Friday. We're going to actually look at these three things we talked about this week about stress. And we're going to dissect them each one and together. And, you know, Lizzie brings so much wisdom and power that I love her to share, especially as she's experiencing all these changes this week with uh, her work schedule and things that are happening. Because I think a lot of you all are going to be experiencing that this week. So join us again on Friday, 5.30 p.m. Mountain Center Time. If you haven't caught the other two episodes of this uh, subject matter, which is on stress, they're up on the replay. You can check it out online everywhere where podcasts are streamed. Thank you all so much for being here. Thank you for adding your beautiful comments, your energy. Thank you for adding to the community. Love you all so much. And remember, it's important for us to learn that stress is something we can process, especially when we integrate the holistic tools that we talk about here. And you are so worth it. Thank you all again. I'll see you again on Friday. Satnam. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Berrigan, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.